0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen.
1: Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. If I put this hand up here. Now, real, real fast. Hold my back. Hold my back. I need a sisterhood. We We
2: got your back, girl. Girl. I
1: got your back. (laughs) Hey, Brendan.
2: Hello, Daniel.
1: So since last week, we have so much news about programming.
2: I know, like so much programming.
1: I think the first thing we should get to is the announcement of something we could have only dreamed of. Winter Mm -hmm.
2: House. We didn't even see it coming, which was like also the best part. I know. So let me read a little
1: uh, recap from People Magazine. So new Bravo series, Winter House, in the works, featuring stars from Summer House and Southern Charm. Mm -hmm. Bravo is hitting the slopes. People can confirm that the network is preparing to head into production on a new series, Winter House, working title. A source close to production tells people the show will feature cast members from both Southern Charm and Summer House, living together in a winter lodge in Stowe, Vermont. While more cast members could be added, Summer House's Kyle Cook, Amanda Batula, Paige DeSorbo, Lindsay Hubbard, and Sierra Miller have all been confirmed, along with Southern Charm's Craig Conover and Austin Kroll. Winter House is set to begin filming in the coming weeks. Bravo did not immediately return people's request for comment. Brendan, what do you make of this?
2: Well, so this was interesting because I believe we were recording when this news started to pop on DeMois. Yeah. And we almost started talking about it on yeah. the episode, but we were like, no, it's just DeMois. They've been like so unreliable recently. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, it's in People Magazine. Which is the Bible, as, as we call it, and and Wendy Williams as well. Exactly. So... I'm into it. I mean, I could do without the Charmers, but I kind of get why they're bringing them along because that's like an extremely popular show. And I think they want to bring the Charmers in to like mix and mingle with the Summer House kids because I think they see that Summer House is the future.
1: Yeah, I think like, I hate to see it in terms of bringing the Charmers in, but I do think we can't just have Summer House in a winter location. Exactly, 100%. I do think, though, like, the clock is ticking, like, spring has sprung, the snow's melting, like, let's get a move on it, right?
2: Well, I think they must have started filming this week, because last week, um, Craig and Austin were already up in Vermont, from what I heard on Word on the Street They were seen in a snowy location on their Instagrams. They were talking about going to a snowy location. I think there needed to be a little bit of housekeeping to do because I think that Kyle and Amanda had that foster dog that they had to hand off to the adopted family, which they did this week. So I bet you they're there now.
1: Okay. Yeah, I hope so. Because, like, we're in late February right now. Like, winter is... Is only until March 21st.
2: I know, but Vermont's mm. it stays winter up there a little longer.
1: Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, interesting, no Hannah Burner.
2: Well, she's got a chat room to fill. To attend to,
1: <laughs> yeah, which I think is the perfect segue to the Housewives All-Stars news that dropped.
2: Yes, so... There's been rumblings in the world for Mm. a long time that they were going to do some sort of Housewives All-Stars, some sort of Housewives where they bring people from different cities all together. There was a report from a sketchy website this week that was going around a lot, um, which is fine. But there's also inklings from Housewives like fan pages that the deal is that it's going to be eight women... And they're going to be from Beverly Hills, New York, New Jersey, and Atlanta.
1: Yeah, which is interesting. Just four franchises, two women per franchise.
2: The rumored women are Lisa Rinna, Kyle Richards, Ramona, Sonia, Zia Melissa, Teresa, Cynthia, and Kenya. Okay. To me, it's like, can we not throw in Giselle and Karen? So that's
1: the word on the street is Bravo does not want to interfere with franchises currently filming. And there's not many because it's really only Potomac and I think Salt Lake City is starting filming right now.
2: Yeah. And then OC will probably start soon-ish.
1: Yeah. But like also I'm sure Bravo is happy to not include OC here.
2: Yeah. To disengage from that like, conversation.
1: Like if, if there was to be OC representation, it would have been Vicky and Tamron.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah. One, 100%. So if this is happening, it's, it's really exciting. Um,
1: oh, and it's also the, rumored to be on Peacock.
2: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, w- what names are you happy to see? Who are you not happy to see?
2: I'm happy to see Sonia. Okay. And then like the most of the names are people who I'd predict – they would send. So I'm fine with them. Sure. Um, I'm sad not to see Portia, but like, like Hannah burner, she has a chat room to attend to. I know. But like, if I were her, it's like, I'm going to stay in the chat room while they're all going to a tropical location. And like having an iconic housewives moments.
1: Uh, yeah. But I would imagine like the chat room is like week to week. We're getting a check, check, check. I think they're making more money off a chat room than these women would make off of one week. On a vacation.
2: Okay, sure. So um, I would have liked to see a little more than the usual uh, suspects, rather. Um, Let's get a little more creative in this casting. Like, I don't need to see Kyle, but I get why she's there.
1: Yeah, for me, it's Kyle and Cynthia that I think are not needed on this trip.
2: They're just, they don't bring as much.
1: Like, they might have a role on their respective cities, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're bringing what we need here. I do think like the New York and New Jersey rep- representation makes sense, mm-hmm. especially that like Ramona and Zia Melis are so close. Mm-hmm. Um, like we were obviously always going to have Teresa, Sonia Rita, uh, Ramonia, like it all makes sense there. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to Beverly Hills... Renna is, like, the face of Beverly Hills these days.
2: She really is, and it'll be interesting to see her among the other women. Uh, you never know what she'll, like, pull out of her hat, and the other franchises aren't as afraid as Beverly Hills to, like, actually be interesting. Yeah. So um, Kenya's going to be, after we saw her performance on this week's episode, she'll be one to watch.
1: That, like, that's why I'm not I'm not sure, like, I know what to expect from her on this
2: i mean she could go the way she did in charleston or she could be completely different we'll see
1: like it would have been more fun to see like a
2: a porsche Mm marlowe well could you imagine marlowe and ramona interacting
1: like it's funny that marlowe is my number one choice from atlanta to be on housewives all-stars
2: well, because she's the matriarch without ever yeah. <laughs> having held a peach, of
1: course. Exactly, exactly. Um, we also have, speaking of All-Stars, we have some drag race news that we need to get to. So All-Stars 6 was originally announced to be on Showtime. Oh no, I think it was All-Stars 5 even, was it?
2: All-Stars 5, yeah.
1: And then they pulled that and then they aired All-Stars 5 on VH1. And now uh, we have like that big dump uh, this week of Paramount Plus uh, programming that includes RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 6. What do you make of this?
2: So, Paramount Plus is what used to be CBS All Access. Mm -hmm. So, the big draws for CBS All Access were like the good fights. Big Brother had a weird season on there that happened during the 2016 election. Uh, and then Star Trek.
1: Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so that'll be interesting. It sounds like they're getting a lot of stuff. Like Rugrats reboot is going there. The, uh, i heard randomly. The New York real world for season
1: reunion is going there as well.
2: So, I mean, like, there are some draws, but it is annoying. It's just, like, constantly annoying to have another new streaming platform.
1: Yeah, especially when we're, like, such maxinistas these days.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And now we have to be peacockistas.
1: We have to be peacockistas very soon. And then, like, what's the deal with All-Star 6? Like, what time will it drop? Will it drop, like, WandaVision at 3 a.m.?
2: And, like, the best part about Friday nights, especially in the pandemic... Mm -hmm is watching Drag Race and, like, tweeting with people. Or, like, t- texting the group chat. Texting the group chat. So we're all going to have to coordinate and be like, we're hitting play right now. Um, I guess the only hope is that, like, Vax
1: hits in time for All-Star 6.
2: That's true, so we can all watch together. Yeah. Uh The other thing that is kind of crappy about this news is, like, what it means for those queens on All-Star Six. Mm because potentially there is a there's a there is a barrier now for people to watch it. Sure. And potentially that means less viewership and that also means these queens who like spend so much money just to like even go on this show and like so much time and effort, they might not be getting the bang for their buck.
1: Yeah, I do think they stand a better shot than like a world of wonder subscription requirement.
2: That's that's true, but I mean we also have to pay that for UK. I know,
1: I know. But I do think like Paramount given that huge dump of shows that they released, like I think it does stand a chance. Okay. Yeah. Um besides that, strangely something was announced called oh my god, what's the name of it? Queen of the Universe. So we thought this was going to be a Priyanka the Vivian.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, who else?
2: People from Drag Race Thailand. US. Holland. Holland. US.
1: Like a, show, a showdown show off of all the international queens. But no. Apparently, this is a World of Wonder production that will pit drag stars from around the world against each other in a Eurovision-style singing tournament That promises high heels, high octaves, and high competition that will blow your wig off.
2: I really wonder if this means, like, is it only going to be drag race-affiliated queens, or is it going to be, like, are they going to open it up to, like, Conchita Wurst and Pablo Vitar, like, who are actually, like, huge stars?
1: Well, there is, like, when they describe queen of the universe, there is no... RuPaul or dragway drag race language associated with it besides just world of wonder so I do wonder like could it be distanced from that brand
2: is RuPaul gonna compete
1: (laughs) I mean she is a singer uh will will she compete against her close friend Courtney Act
2: oh yeah they're very close
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, we'll see. There's no, like, word on when any of this is premiering. And given the pace of Drag Race, it'll be a while. Because we got, this past week, no elimination.
2: I know. And we are airing a documentary this week.
1: Yeah, so we're going to go, once again, a smooth three weeks with no one going home. Oh, my God. Um, What did you make of this past Drag Race? week of candy muse simone having a showdown
2: well i i was cheering when there was no elimination yeah. because i like both of them but like there seems to be a lot of people seem to be against candy muse but yeah. i'm like what why yeah she's she's like she might be a little messy but at least she's like got the talent yeah she's def- there
1: she definitely has the talent she has the charisma um I mean, when, when Rue called her back, like, I jumped out of my seat and I, like, did a twirl. I did a scream. I, I was very excited for that.
2: Did you really do a twirl? I did. I, like, jumped up would, and, like,
1: spun around.
2: I would like to see it. I would like to the security footage from your apartment. Yeah. Or your house.
1: Um, but once again, like, we go from a little black dress to Yellow.
2: It's like it was all yellow. It would have been fun if the lip sync song was "Yellow" by Coldplay. Mm,
1: not quite. I mean, I <laughs> I was like, just like for such an iconic moment of like a double Shantae, of to me the two people who I think are the top two.
2: Mm-hmm. I would
1: have liked a more iconic song than Fifth Harmony's "Boss." Oh, same. Like I've been championing for Tamiya's "Stranger in My House" Thunderpuss remix for years and years and years. And I feel like this could have been the moment, but
2: maybe, maybe write a letter to world of wonder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or like world of wonder, just like, get me on board to like, okay. To help guide you. But like my other complaint is we're filming in a global pandemic. We're using a fifth harmony song. We're not doing work from home. I know. It's like, what (laughs) they always get it wrong.
2: I know. Like I know they'll have
1: like a musician as a judge and then not use their song.
2: It's so stupid. <laughs> always. Um, two taxis. Two taxis. Of course. It's like the season of like the same redundancy. Redundancy. And it's happening in the UK too. Yeah. Thanks to sister, sister.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Yeah. We'll have a doc
1: this, this weekend. So I actually, I'm I, excited for the doc. I'm excited for the doc only because I'm going to watch it over the weekend.
2: Oh, you're not going to tune in Friday?
1: No. Cause like no one's going home. So like, I don't have the urgency of like avoiding a spoiler.
2: Who the fuck am I going to text? You could, I mean, you could
1: text during it. Like, what are you going to spoil? They filmed during COVID.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Joey J says something funny. Yeah.
1: He might say something funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the one last news item we wanted to get to before discussing our shows is the fact that Brandy Redman like posted this post on Instagram that it seemed to like announce her exit in the middle of the season, but then it might not be the case. So we're gonna turn Take to page, back. page six for this reporting. So Brandy Redman seems ready to cut ties with the Real Housewives of Dallas, but there is still a chance she may not leave the show. After Redmond shared an Instagram post that appeared to be a farewell to Bravo, a source told Page Six that the reality star has it officially decided to make her exit. The source said, Brandy is still very much a part of the show. While she is contemplating leaving, nothing has been confirmed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the 42-year-old shared a post on her Instagram on Sunday that seemed to imply she wanted a more private life, writing, I have loved sharing my life with you, but sometimes things come to an end. The best kind of ends are a happy ending and i choose happiness her co-star stephanie appeared supportive writing i love you so much and you deserve to be happy carrie said brandy i love you so much you have my support in whatever you decide and that's that uh what do you think of this
2: here's the thing i mean like move on make way for someone who actually brings us something interesting you've been on for how many seasons and like you're bringing us the same thing you're bringing in season one. Yeah. And like it, I think Brandy exiting makes way for like a greater Stephanie, Dr. Moon Alliance. Mm, yeah. They've been hanging out a lot. And I think that could be like a fun little narrative going into the next season.
1: Yeah. I mean, Stephanie is so tied to Brandy and like Brandy does drag her down in a way.
2: Hmm. Um,
1: it was weird this week that we had no new episode.
2: I know. And then, then I watched Margaret and uh, <laughs> Dolores talking about them. You, which did, was kind of you
1: did watch it.
2: Yeah, because they didn't just do one episode. They did, like, m- iconic, and that's in <laughs> qu- scare quotes, moments from this season thus far.
1: Are, were there any big takeaways?
2: Um, Dolores doesn't like Tiffany Moon, it doesn't seem. Oh,
1: wow. I mean, I enjoyed, from the commercials promoting this, Dolores dragging brandy being like she's trying to be funny and like pretend like she's having fun but like i'm not enjoying this
2: yeah yeah it's fun to watch them and it was like one of them where they're truly interacting dolores and uh margaret so it's like it was fun
1: yeah um yeah like i'm fine like we we thought brandy might be leaving after this past season after everything that went down
2: i know please go and take carrie with you
1: (laughs) oh my god Okay, let's talk about Atlanta Housewives. I mean, this is the episode we have been waiting for or told to be waiting for.
2: Here's the thing, and I don't think it disappointed at all.
1: It did not disappoint at all.
2: I, at every corner of this episode, (laughs) like, my jaw was on the floor. Like, Mm. I mean, I have some thoughts about, like, some of the production choices, but, like, just in general, it was such a riveting, watchable episode.
1: And you know what's funny is I feel like for the past few episodes of Come Through Queen, we've been talking about how we don't need Kenya. Right. And now we need
2: Kenya. Right. But like, also, Kenya's getting some flack.
1: Oh. All over
2: the place, yeah. People... Okay, tell me. People are saying that Kenya meddled too much and that she should have let Mm. these women have a good time and she like quote unquote broke girl code
1: I know but then we would have had like kind of like how on Beverly Hills like all the fun happens when cameras are down and we know nothing
2: I know but like the other criticism I've seen in general is that like them airing footage after the women thought cameras were down Mm. which is like kind of That's the interesting conversation that I've been seeing online this week. People are like, this episode is, like, so riveting, but it's because, like, producers said they were going away, but then there were all all these other ways to get footage.
1: Yeah. I mean, they are acknowledging that the cameras in the ceiling are a concern Mm -hmm. because they're, like, turning them or covering them. Totally, for sure. So, like, that is a thought in their mind. Yeah. But at the same time, they're also like lit lit litty.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to like, right? yeah, I just wanted to start talking about it with like, that's kind of the cultural conver- part of the cultural conversation. Sure, 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 um, sure, sure, sure. But geez, Louise, oh my God, Candy Burris, I,
1: I love her in character.
2: Her re- her reclaiming the narrative also. It's been, a, it's been years of her reclaiming the narrative from oh, Phaedra, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like this yeah, yeah. it yeah. fully came to fruition on this episode. We're fully seeing it.
1: Uh, well, but also like in, in terms of that conversation, like Portia in this episode saying, well, well now I'm a lesbian.
2: <laughs> right. Oh my God. Just like everything about this episode the the way it was set up with the outfits, them like being in Candy having full control over these women mm, was something. Yeah. Kenya getting freaky in that red outfit. I know. I love that she was wearing a different color, mm-hmm. even though like
1: this wasn't supposed to be focused on her.
2: Well, it, like she wore red because red means devil and she became the like devil at the end yeah. of this episode. <laughs> as, as a
1: wise Teresa <laughs> once said. Um, the name on everybody's lips, Bolo. I've been like just screaming Bolo randomly, like for the past week.
2: I mean, I mentioned this last week's episode, but at the end of last week's episode, the way they set up Bolo, (laughs) just like to have him in the backyard like that in that like glass case was like so fucking iconic and like perfect. With
1: with that tacky
2: (laughs) Chanel. Love. that Marlo called out for being fake, which was also yeah. iconic. I've Googled some Bolo since the episode aired and you oh. can see a lot of things online. Oh my God. Wow. Also, wow. I've only,
1: I've only gone to the IG, which is like, I would say not even rated R like PG 13. Oh,
2: go to the Google image search. You're already seeing like stuff that wouldn't usually come up in a Google image yeah. search. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He seems to be a good man we should hire him for your if you ever have a bachelor party do you think he does gay bachelor parties
1: um I like the question on my mind was like where is Bolo in terms of like entertaining the masses like are we only entertaining women who
2: knows he'll probably get so many inquiries now though yeah good for him out of Bolo. Yeah.
1: Um, it was interesting that Marlo, besides Kenya, was, like, the least interested in partaking in, like, the fun of the night.
2: Well, I think that Marlo likes mm. to keep an air of mystery around her mm-hmm. these days. Especially, not even these days, but, like... Especially as a Monty? Yes. Um... And just in general, like since like there's always been questions around like who mm. she's dated, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I I think she likes to keep that air of mystery.
1: But then also this all seems to bring Marlo and Kenya together.
2: Right. Yes. Well, this and they also had like the little convo beforehand um making up. Or was that after?
1: after so like so so they wake up the next morning they go fishing some of the women Mm -hmm. marlo catches the shark yeah and her catching the shark is like a metaphor for her befriending
2: right right you're right wow that's beautiful that shark was huge by the way i know
1: like i thought we were gonna like pull up a little like guppy fish and it was like the biggest thing I've ever seen in that my life. That
2: shark is like what brings me nightmares. I started doing my typical Google. There's this one video that's fake that always scares me. And I, I mm. like to search it and look at it every once in a while, like out of the corner of my eye, to see if it still yeah. scares me.
1: I mean, we know you're not like a beachy, a beachy boy. I
2: know. But it's this one video, it's fake, like I said, as this woman on a water slide and she's holding a GoPro, and she oh, goes yeah, down, yeah, yeah. and when she goes down, there's this huge ass shark in the water. Okay. That you can see. No,
1: but in, in um, the Bahamas at, oh my God, what's the place that Alex and I went to? Atlantis? Atlantis. They have like the famous slide where you like slide down and like the slide goes through a clear
2: tank that like has sharks
1: swimming above you. Scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it wasn't so fake after all.
2: Well, the shark was, like, next to this woman about to attack her. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that is fun and important that, like, we have the change in dynamic between Kenya and Marlo. Mm -hmm. And we got the mid-season trailer.
2: Yeah, which, like, it's all over the place, you know? Not a Tanya Mm -hmm. in sight. I heard next week's episode is the last time we see Tanya.
1: You know... I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw Tanya again. I
2: know. In the famous words of <laughs> Trixie, Trixie Mattel, Mattel <laughs> as Lisa Rinna.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can't stop saying I wouldn't be surprised if we never saw <laughs> Denise
2: Richards again. It's so fucking funny. And it's it's like, uh, we've mentioned a lot on this podcast, but it's so much funnier when specifically Trixie and Kati are talking about it because neither of them watch mm. Housewives. It's only- no. Trixie is now, like, a scholar. Not a scholar. She's, like, a new... She's, like, newcomer. A new... I, like, she's a freshman. She's a freshman. I, like, I take in all their content, <laughs> so I'm more of the expert on this than you are, but it's no, because but, of her boyfriend. She,
1: she watched Salt Lake City.
2: Yeah, but it's because of her boyfriend but, that she, like, knows this oh. one clip.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. You, I... Like, I literally, like, listen to their podcasts. I watch, uh, I watch I compilations of, yeah. uh i know what i'm talking about
1: okay okay you're the scholar and i'm the freshman
2: you're you're the freshman (laughs) what was that song for the life of me i could not remember what made us think that we were blind Uh, we were only freshmen do you know that song no oh it's a good one it's from like the 90s um i
1: i'm sad that we will never see tanya
2: again i know do you think she'll come to the reunion? no the thing about Tanya is like after all this went down in real time she was doing like a lot of Instagram lives and like all mm. sorts of things with like she likes to do like she likes clubhouse she likes to be around like oh. those like influencery type people who do like Instagram lives and clubhouse things
1: didn't, didn't we discover that like Tanya is like an early subscriber of clubhouse yeah
2: yeah she was like an early adopter I want to say 2019
1: yeah or yeah. something I love that for her. Um, who else? I mean, like, I feel like Drew is coming into her own.
2: I'm loving Drew. She, I,
1: f- like, I feel like if we had met Drew at this event, we would have a different feeling about her than like spending six episodes with her and her husband.
2: Agreed, but I'm afraid with what's going to go mm-hmm. down with her and her husbands, given what Drew sure. partook in during this trip Mm. you know um but it seems like the mid-season trailer had a lot of drew in it yeah and a lot of her like the girls are fighting
1: and surprisingly very little of cynthia's wedding
2: i know there was like one quick clip and it was like just like eva and like a couple other people like posing for a photo but we've already seen all the photos i know
1: but like, isn't that so embarrassing? That like Cynthia built this all up, and like it's nothing now.
2: I know, the storyline's yeah. lost.
1: Yeah, she she lost the storyline. Um,
2: yeah. I mean, like, I I'm excited for the TB continued. What do you think? How do you think Kenya knows the exact timeline of everything that went down?
1: Well, she's played like clearly she's played a few games of clue mm-hmm. with like Colonel mustard with the candlestick in the library. Mm-hmm. Cause like, she's got the whole layout mapped out. Uh, what and people were pointing out like, Oh, that was Tanya's room. But then you said Tanya moved to another room.
2: Right. Well, there, there were like these, so they were doing a lot of editing in this episode and they were like mm. showing, uh, layouts of the house with like whose room it was And the room, the, like, spare room that Kenya heard the noises from was originally Tanya's room. But then, remember, they played the little game at the beginning of the trip, and Tanya won a new room somewhere else.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, like, also, I think, you know, Kenya's talking about this to everybody, and then like once you cross out everyone she's talking about it with, all that's left is Tanya and Portia.
2: Where was Tanya this episode? Did we get eyes on her really?
1: She she must have been hiding.
2: <laughs> I think she did she did come outside and was near the pool while Kenya mm. was doing her questioning, I guess. Also, the basic instincts bit they were doing. Oh. <laughs> that was really funny. I mean, it was funny,
1: but also like So sloppy in terms of some of the women were just wearing their regular confessional looks.
2: I mean, if they only did... It would have made sense to only do Kenya, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because she was, like, fully playing the part. She was smoking the cigarette. She did the little bit where Sharon Stone initially, like, opened her legs to married men. Like,
1: normally I trust the editors and, like, their vision, but, like, it should have only been Kenya. Yeah,
2: it's like, like, what did uh, Coco Chanel say? take one confessional off
1: take one confessional (laughs) off yeah like to go from like regular confessionals back into the like sexy confessionals Mm -hmm. wasn't working for me yeah uh yeah so I mean I enjoyed this I think it was a lot of fun it was super sized
2: do you think top five housewives episode of all time Because I, I think it's a contender. Okay. I think even like top 10, top 10 maybe. I don't know.
1: Top, I would be comfortable with top 10.
2: Especially for this episode to happen during COVID when we're getting nothing mm. from these franchises.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, but the thing is, is, I feel like so much of it is left over for this dinner that we're about to have.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Because like, in contrast, you and I's favorite episode of all time, I think, in a great agreement, is the Atlantic City, New York episode. Oh, yes. As, like, a singular standalone episode. Everything
2: happens in that episode, and nothing spills over, really.
1: Yeah. And it's not And it's not a supersize. It's just, like, one perfect, good episode. Yeah,
2: go watch that if you haven't.
1: Yeah. Whereas this, like, wh- I need to see what's next.
2: Sure, 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 sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, love it. I mean, I'm, like... I feel better about Atlanta right now than I did for most of this.
2: Well, I mean, like, we're, I'm saying this is, like, such a great episode while, like, ignoring the COVID of it all. Because it's literally, a, like, people exchanging fluids during
1: I know, but, COVID. At, but, but at least we're, like, all in this one house together. True. Yeah.
2: Except Fallon just went missing, didn't she?
1: I Well, so so here's the thing. Like, no one said a word. About Fallon not being mm-hmm.
2: there, I heard she went to Miami but, or something.
1: But she was there with like her husband. Like there, she's not gonna come, like leave her husband and like see Bolo.
2: I know. Oh well. Yeah.
1: Oh well. Okay, let's. Uh, so there's no Dallas this week, as we already discussed, which was so strange. Um, but we have Jersey,
2: and it's actually good that we have no Dallas because, like, the amount of shows we have right now. Yeah. Next week we're like a very full. Plate. Yeah. Next week we'll have less shows because Salt Lake City's ending yeah. so good.
1: Okay, Salt so, uh New Jersey. It What about it?
2: So, I'm bummed that Jackie didn't end up going on the trip. But we knew it. Uh
1: yeah, but also I'm like I'm fine with it too.
2: Yeah, she's having her own little episode like cutting hair. I want to go to Jackie's <laughs> salon even though she like doesn't really she's not really great at it no offense
1: yeah yeah um but here's the thing like before we get into this episode it's confusing to wrap my head around because like the narrative that we're being fed is jackie and Teresa do make up right
2: eventually or like can tolerate each other later oh,
1: yeah can can film each other can be in the same room mm-hmm. but then at the same time we have social media with like it feels like we're at war again
2: well yeah but that's what happens
1: I know, I just, like, I, like, sometimes I feel like I need Bravo to, like, be, like, telling the the ladies, like, we either, like, we can participate in social media right now, given the context, or we cannot.
2: Well, no, because, like, this is all, it, this will all be, like, leading up to the reunion, then we're reading mm. tweets at the reunion, we're bringing mm-hmm. Gia out, uh, mm. Gia's punching Jackie, just kidding.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, But like that's also what's confusing is like Gia now seems to be like more offended by what transpired Mm -hmm. whereas the episode she's like counseling Teresa to be like what did you do to cause this?
2: Well I think there's a few things on that. I think like her mom's doing with it more and more and more maybe made Gia more upset. There's also like the reality that Gia hadn't seen the clips until – now, so like, yeah, and then there's also the thing of like, I want to publicly defend myself slash defend yeah. my mom.
1: Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, it's just like it's 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 a lot to try to digest as a viewer in terms of like watching the show, seeing what they're saying online, but then thinking about like what's to come in the show.
2: Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's almost like you're a freshman again. No, just a fresh. Um, I'm fresh Teresa storming out of uh, Marge's house and then driving home and then aggressively making a cup of coffee. Yeah. I was like, N- not not just a cup of coffee, a Keurig pod. And then, like, did you see how much coffee mate she put in that thing?
1: I mean, I'm not one to use a coffee mate. Mm-hmm. Like, I w- I will in a pinch, but. I mean, she definitely like made it like a, like a latte almost. Yeah, almost.
2: <laughs> Though I've been I've seen a lot of TikToks recently, and I'm like astounded by people's coffee and how they make it and how much like dairy they use in it. I'm like, oh.
1: Um, I'm usually like not as offended by like dairy to coffee percentage. What I am offended is when people turn, when people turn their coffee into a candy bar and it's like, uh, I'll have 10 sugars. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I don't, I don't like a sugar in my coffee. I just like a little splash of milk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same page for sure. Um, but then like she calls Zia to be like your friend,
2: your friend. I love that. She refuses (laughs) to say her name and it's only your friend's.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, here's the thing, like, I feel like people discount Zia, but like Zia is so integral to this franchise.
2: She is, which is why she's been around a long time. I think people discount her because people say she like quote unquote never has a storyline. Which is like to me, that criticism of these shows, I'm always lost. I'm like, what what do you want her to be like? building a farm out in like upstate new york like i don't get what you want from her she's like in a friendship with this group of women that is the storyline that is the story yeah
1: yeah i don't care about like the individual storylines unless i do care about them Mm -hmm. like it to me it's not a requirement
2: that you come to the table with one right like just exist with these friends play your part and ZMLS plays her part yeah like she is
1: related to the psycho of the guy. I know, and
2: she's best friends with the person who the psycho hates the most. That yeah, is the yeah. role. It's T- almost. Okay. It's like the titular role. <laughs> it's the. Tit- <laughs> <laughs> like, it might might as well be
1: Melissa New Jersey Gorga. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Now, I want to talk about Jennifer.
2: Okay. And the mom. And the mom. Oh, this was an interesting scene yeah
1: bringing bringing her daughter and like not the daughter that we've laid eyes on a lot right
2: it's the other one like the
1: one yeah like the older one was is the one that we spent a lot of time with last season this one is like trying out heels (laughs) well coming to grandma's house
2: my guess is that jennifer made her put on those heels and the moment that the daughter had an excuse to take those heels off she did at the front door of grandma's Yeah.
1: yeah um I'm trying to, like, make sense of what is going on between the grandparents. Like, are we going to resolve this this season? It feels like... Sounds like it.
2: Yeah, but it feels like... I don't know. There's a lot going on in this family. I mean, we've got, like... Mm. We have the one son who's in Turkey who married the woman. We've got the gay son who, like, the mom doesn't really accept. Or does does she? And then we've got this bizarre parental feud where the new... Grandson is named after uh the, mm, the, the, the grandfather yeah. the grandfather, yeah. and the mom the grandma refuses to call him by his yeah. name. Um to me, it feels like you
1: know, like almost like the grandmother or Jennifer's mom is like coming to terms with the fact that like what she has instilled in her children. Like she doesn't even believe
2: what do you mean by that,
1: in terms of like fa- like how family's like so important like not family's important, but like it's like family or die. it's like, oh no, like if I'm miserable, like I don't need to be with this man,
2: right, like she probably like instilled like respect your parents, no matter what, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, and now she's frustrated because. She feels disrespected by her ex-husbands, but
1: no, not ex-husband, husbands rather. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh. Yeah.
2: And the kids aren't really seeing it because of what she instilled. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Just like, well, because like so much, I guess, of their culture is like arranged marriages. So Mm -hmm. it's like you can't even question like what you have been put into.
2: Right. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. I do think this is like riveting family dynamics that I would have never expected from Jersey Housewives.
2: And, like, you wouldn't have expected it when we met Jennifer her first season. Yeah. When she created the song, If You Taste Tequila. If
1: you, like, every time she takes a tequila shot, I'm singing along in my head. The fact... When I taste tequila. The
2: fact that you and Alex legitimately believed that she wrote that song, and that was like her Housewives song, when it is actually like a, a famous country song, but
1: so you knew it was a famous
2: country? Yes.
1: Soon? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you're from Georgia. Yeah, I'm from so. I'm from Georgia. I was raised <laughs> underneath the shade uh-huh. of a Georgia pine.
1: Wow. Okay. Um, and also, like, I'm having so much fun with Dolores and family.
2: Same. Bopping around. She's got so many people that we can visit.
1: I love. I do have to say, like. I hate Jersey for COVID protocol. I love Dolores sitting outside with her mom.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was nice. Her mom could have kept the mask on, but she didn't have to. As Dolores, yeah, but now. they were they
1: were they were sitting like far apart. They weren't like on each other's right,
2: lap. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, her mom. I I my heart broke for her mom. Just like she's so used to constantly having people around and like all the grandchildren yeah. around and now she can't do that. She's so isolated in her house. Yeah. That is like the biggest sadness of like this past year is like older people who are used to having people around who now have to be alone. Sorry, especially because like the the older people like are the ones who most need to be careful. Exactly. Um
1: and then like talking to the mom reminded me of why what is going on with like Dolores' relationships makes sense. Mm -hmm. Cause I forgot that like the mom, her mom and dad are still married, but live in separate houses. It's
2: all these parents have like weird relationships in Jersey like that. Isn't
1: Jackie's aren't Jackie's parents similar? There's something. No. (laughs) I think they're the ones who like were under house arrest. Wait, for a, for a
2: time, but her dad lives in that weird big house and her mom lives somewhere else. Oh, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they. it sounds like they've gone through a lot
1: as oh, well. <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ, they've all gone through a lot. Um, um, speaking of Dolores, we can talk a little yeah. bit about uh, Frank and David going shooting together, which, like... Please, the, please. The fact that, like, we're walking in there and they're acting... It's like it's a bowling alley. You have lane 12. Like, what? <laughs> okay, also, like couldn't we go to an outdoor shooting gallery? I guess. Are, do, do those
1: exist in Jersey? I think so. Maybe. But, like, also, when when they walked into the indoor shooting gallery, like, didn't in your mind think, like, no one's going to be wearing a mask?
2: Right. It just reminds me of, like, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Why are we shooting on TV these days? I mean, I get why we're doing it, because, like, they're all Trump supporters, Second Amendment shit, but please... But I and did like, like Frank taking David to task.
1: But what about F- Frank, like, not able to wear his mask at, properly at all? Well,
2: because he's, like, a he's a big bumbling idiot, but he at least has yeah. his loyalty to Delore.
1: I mean, that's, like, I guess one thing we can celebrate. Yeah, one thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like... He's taking him to task, but like I feel like everyone's fine in there, like where they are.
2: You know what I mean? Maybe like like David's learning how to love Dolores. No, he does love her, but like how to be he a won't
1: good give, boyfriend. Rather, he won't give her this. She won't give him that. Frankie won't give Dolores this. Like mm-hmm. I feel like everyone is just like like playing their part and like. And and like Dolores is fine with it because like look at her parents who are married and live in separate houses like it doesn't really matter. True.
2: If I were like a TV writer in the '90s or early 2000s, I'd pitch this as a TV sitcom. Mm. Okay, yeah, like Three's Company, but make it like Italian and different. But like,
1: would the vet daughter ever show up?
2: No, of course not. She's <laughs> swimming with a dolphin somewhere.
1: Uh, so somewhere uh, she's a marine biologist and a vet. <laughs> she is
2: both, famously.
1: Uh, did we check it in with anyone else before heading to Lake George or no?
2: Um, not really. We had like them packing.
1: Mm, okay. Uh, oh, I do want to, did...
2: sorry. Do you want to say something about Teresa packing? And she has all these like, mm. like photos around her room, like promotional <laughs> of photos of herself <laughs> around her bedroom. Like she's got Iconic. the cover of like skinny Italian sitting there mm. in cardboard form. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I do love the decision to bring
2: Lexi along. So was Lexi supposed to be a friend of? I feel like... um, Because first episode at the party, she was there. She was kind of like in the conversation. She is bringing major Jennifer Gilbert energy, I will say.
1: Here's the thing. I don't think someone who is hired as an assistant could ever elevate to it Oh, technical friend of.
2: We haven't tried it yet, though, you know? So you never know. But but I think in practice, she is a friend of? So far, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's It just seems and, the way that it's being shot so far, that she's, and she's in like, the mix. She's, rise, she's rising to the occasion, I would say. I Yeah. I think her... She's, like, buttering up Teresa at points and, like, saying she deserves a man with a yacht, which is nice. I just...
1: I like I I think her her accent is really funny.
2: Yeah, and she yeah. looks. Like, I feel like she looks like Jen Gilbert. Mm. Okay, in a way,
1: I I could see that. Uh, I love going to Lake George. Actually,
2: I've never been.
1: I've never been either, but just I I love like the concept of.
2: I love I love like a fancy lake destination. Mm. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, lake culture is big in Georgia, right?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, we've been. In uh, Real Houses of Atlanta, we've been to Lake Lanier several times. Okay. I don't necessarily call Lake Lanier as like fancy as like Lake George or like Lake Tahoe, which is like. Didn't we go to Lake Tahoe in uh OC this year? Maybe, uh, but I don't think Lake George is like fancy. I'm just like glad
1: we're we're going somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and. Teresa (laughs) what about her the word on Teresa's lips the name on Teresa's lips is Jackie
2: it's uh, at every turn we're talking about Jackie
1: (laughs) it's like can you pass the salt Jackie
2: I'm I'm liking um and it's surprising I'm liking Dolores's where she's standing with Jackie Mm, and her opinion on Jackie yeah, and it seems like they might have only even grown closer recently. Her and Jackie, oh, Dolores and Jackie. Yeah, I also love the way that? Dolores says Jackie. Okay, Jackie. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love it. No, because I always see like Dolores like posting about Jackie or like in the comments okay. on Jackie's photos or in the likes. Um, and she was on Danny Pellegrino's podcast the other week, and like she said basically the same opinion she has now, that, like, she knows that Jackie was making an analogy. And it might not have landed, but she also, like... In Lake George, she's talking about how she felt bad that Jackie wasn't there and yeah. all that stuff. So I'm liking that look on Dolores because we know that Dolores is the most beautiful woman in the world.
1: <laughs> I also loved, like... um I love Margaret as a narrator in this episode. Oh,
2: sure. Yeah,
1: I agree. And I feel like she said a few things that could like bite her at the reunion in terms of talking about Teresa.
2: What, what, do you have an example?
1: Well, just like kind of like teetering on calling Teresa stupid.
2: Oh, well, I mean, like, yeah. But yeah. like that will probably go over Teresa's head is the thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I liked, um, I liked Jennifer and Dolores both when they walked into the house. Like, they didn't care where they landed as far as rooms.
1: I know. It, the energy felt so different than a New York trip uh-huh. where everyone was just kind of like, I'll go wherever.
2: Well, Zia needed her room.
1: But, like, desserts. Okay. That'll be interesting. <laughs> That'll be
2: an interesting thing if we ever do get that Real Housewives, like, All-Stars thing. And seeing Zia go head-to-head with Ramona on that.
1: Mm, but like as but they're allies, so like how will that shake out?
2: I don't know if they're as close as allies as we want to think they are. Mm. You know? Okay. I think okay. that um when Ramona called Zia at the Jersey reunion that one one time, it was solely about uh lip sync battle. Oh <laughs> wow.
1: Okay. Um I think I just like besides that, I'm like I'm I'm excited to hang out at Lake Lake George for a little while.
2: I know. It was surprising that Dolores was the one who was like, I need to get like a little warm before we go out. And she was the one who like started drinking first because she famously doesn't really drink. And then at the um, at dinner, she ordered a Diet Coke. So she had like a tequila shot. And then, yeah, I always pay attention to the orders. Okay,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then like the (laughs) the fans ordering them all a shot. I love that. Like they were like the way that they were looking at the camera; those were fans.
2: Yeah, and the waitress was like, "These men ordered you these shots," and it was like a table of like one man, one man, and like all these women. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was as if Danielle's job was like these men. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so stupid. Should we move on to Salt yeah. Lake City?
1: Salt Lake City. wow. 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 First and foremost, this was episode three. By episode three of the reunion, I'm like done. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not done.
2: There's so much more to be said and done,
1: especially because like I feel like this episode more than any other episode of the reunion, we covered so much ground
2: mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Uh, I feel like they also pulled off the uh, Meredith and Mary's husbands like phoning in via Skype behind them.
2: They did it really well. The only yeah. the only like confusing part is like when Meredith would be talking to Seth, she would fully turn around. Yeah. yeah and I was yeah. like wondering what his view was of her.
1: I mean, Mary was doing the same thing like yelling at uh whatever his name is, Robert Senior, mm-hmm. is that his name? Yeah, we'll
2: just call him the pastor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa. Um <laughs> So, I gotta say, I feel like, especially this episode, everyone's performances leveled out in terms of inviting them back for a season two.
2: Totally. I think I think everyone's back. I think there's news or rumors that everyone has been asked yeah. back.
1: There's rumors that everyone's asked back. But I do think, like, okay, I think Meredith and Whitney were kind of, like, they were probably coming back, and they were even enough to like to be invited back. Mm-hmm. I feel like Heather was obviously coming back, mm-hmm. but she, but as I said, she fumbled the
2: ball. And then, well, I, f- I think she fumbled. I think she fumbled the ball, not in terms of like coming back. I think she just fumbled the ball as in terms think, of ability. The
1: reunion, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah ability. But then I think Jen, Lisa, and Mary. Gave performances in this reunion that I did not expect of them.
2: They saved themselves.
1: And they saved themselves. yes yeah. Asp- Especially
2: Mary. Especially Mary. And I, and I would actually also argue especially Jen. I feel like... Oh, yeah. She was bringing, like, toxicity at the end of the regular season, and she, like, tapered it down a lot in this reunion.
1: Care of Coach Shaw, who coached her.
2: Right. Exactly.
1: And like, like they they had a conversation as to like what is the goal of the reunion? And I'm sure most of these women did not have like that thought process going into this.
2: Mm-hmm. And even the way that uh Jen Shaw's demeanor changes when Coach Shaw is in the room, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, maybe let's have more yeah. events with him. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think her making up with Mary is like the smartest thing she could have done.
2: Oh, of course. Yeah. 100.
1: Um, I think. So the, the part that like where I say Heather fumbled the ball the most was when Lisa and Meredith are talking about Meredith's marriage. Mm -hmm. And like, these are women who have been friends for 10 years Mm Mm-hmm. And Lisa getting upset over like what Meredith and Seth have gone through, and having that conversation with Andy, and Heather jumping in and saying like, "Why aren't you upset about my divorce?" It's like, "Yeah, I'm not friends
2: with you, you dummy!" Like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> she was going way she was going way too hard. There was also another wasn't there another point with jen and jen was talking about being a woman of color and like the criticisms that she gets because of that Mm -hmm. and heather said something like that was so sideways that i was like oh this is bad i well well
1: it's like you are being aggressive like yeah it was it was that
2: it was that and i was like are you are you kidding me yeah heather like i mean if we're
1: gonna jump to that also like i feel like that is such a moment of this reunion Um, Whitney calling her husband and being like the racist accusations came up
2: was crazy so stupid so you're on camera
1: yeah like you you've seen all these other reunions where we're like filming every like we're showing everything Mm -hmm. like nothing's off the table
2: yeah and Whitney like of all people was definitely a fan beforehand you can tell
1: (laughs) yeah yeah Um, but like us coming back from that, like conversation and being like, all right, what a great season. Here's our meatballs felt like, where's our part four?
2: I know it might've deserved a part four, but that would have been unprecedented because the only part four we've gotten was that one Atlanta part four that like truly deserved it. I mean, like for a first season to get a part four, I know we can't be going crazy here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The conversation around divorce was interesting in terms of like when Whitney and her husband were talking about like being kind of excommunicated Mm -hmm. and Heather talking about it. And then Lisa's like, oh, everyone's (laughs) divorced.
2: I know. I just like Lisa Barlow. I need more about her Mm -hmm. Mormonism in the next season because, like, I need her to, like, kind of explain it to me.
1: Well, especially you and I were, like, diving into a Reddit thread that was posted before this aired where everyone was saying, like, Lisa Barlow owns the tequila company, but she doesn't drink. But then, Mm -hmm. in this season, she says she does drink. So I feel like there's just, like, so much to... Unpacked. Lisa Barlow yeah. and her connection to Mormonism—that
2: mm-hmm.
1: we haven't like really fully understood—because
2: she is a devout Mormon. I mean, like she holds yeah. the church high in reverence, so it's just like she, she's got the ceiling, as we discussed. Yeah, she's got the ceiling. It's just so interesting. I also want to like do my own deep dives. I know that I heard that Heather did a couple like long episodes of podcasts where she talks about her own situation. So I I want to go like read. Or listen to those, rather. Wow. Uh,
1: I know we don't do Housewives interviews on this podcast, which I, I would like to keep it that way, but if you could talk to any of the six Salt Lake City women, who would you want to talk to the most? On the po- on a podcast specifically, on not like podcast. in a private conversation.
2: I think it would probably be, at this point, Lisa, because I think mm. she would be the most, like, mediagenic and, like, able to, like, keep the convo and it would be I have questions about like yeah a lot of different things I want to know like about all her history I want to know about her histories with like Meredith I want to know about like what she actually thinks about Heather Gay Yeah would
1: you bring up the Ted Cruz Oh yeah Yeah yeah
2: Nothing's off the table Nothing's off the table <laughs> when I'm the interviewer I'm no. fucking Barbara Walters yeah. <laughs> I hope you're now. Where's well. Barbara Walters? I hope you're well, Barbara. I think about you a lot. Okay. Should we get to? You need to answer the question though first.
1: Oh, of the of the six. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Of the six, who would I want? Um. I actually would want Jen. I think. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like she would be very open.
2: Yeah, I think that too.
1: Yeah, like I don't think she would hold anything
2: back. But do you think she would be honest?
1: Um, I I mean like, wh- honest or like at least she would be giving like w- what she wants to present, you know?
2: Yeah, I feel like what she wants to present changes kind of with the tide sometimes. Sure, but I don't think she would like shut down like other women might. Yeah. I think Jen, Jen Shaw's like very, to me, she kind of has like her finger on the pulse Mm. and so is like very, would be very talkative and like, but her opinion might sway a little bit as the tides go, you know?
1: Yeah. I like, I, I don't care for, I feel like the public perception of her was just so negative this season. Mm -hmm. Like I really don't like that.
2: Yeah. Well, hopefully she gets her redemption. I mean, like, think about season one Camille Grammer. Mm. Think about season two Camille Grammer. Everyone was calling her Queen Saint Camille. And -hmm. then years down the line, we find out that she loves Brett Kavanaugh.
1: Not quite a saint. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's get to Summer House.
2: Let's go. Oh, my God. Okay, so,
1: so last week you were not feeling it so much. What's your take this week?
2: This episode was better. Yes, um, and I feel like I'm liking that the sun is shining on Hannah, and people are seeing how she really is,
1: mm-hmm. you know wow
2: wow, wow, wow she wow. did not come across great this episode, no, and I think not this is I think that's just how she is, so I Hope we get to the bottom
1: by the reunion in terms of, like, you have this boyfriend. When were you dating him?
2: Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's important. Right in. The, they ask for questions right in.
1: Yeah. Especially, like, in terms of, like, are we going to just, like, pretend this whole Luke thing is, like, your soul, like, this is where all your emotions and feelings are? currently are
2: right exactly dan from the graveyard asks
1: yeah dan Dan from the graveyard (laughs) asks hang on when did you start dating your boyfriend
2: (laughs) no i think i think you should definitely tune in just like what do you think her apartment smells like if she can't bring out a trash i mean i'm sorry if that is your one task that's the easiest task
1: it's the easiest task
2: the easiest task You don't have to scrub a bubble. You don't have to, like, do a dish. You don't have to, like, clean a refrigerator, clean a stove. None of that shit.
1: What is your least favorite,
2: like, house, homekeeping task? I think it's, like, dusting. Mm. You know? I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. Like, I actually enjoy doing a dish. Like, I, I like actually, like, making a meal... Mm. doing a dish afterwards because sure. i can like listen to like a podcast or like okay a show um like i think it's like dusting oh
1: in, in your new home do you have a dishwasher yeah oh, that's great yeah yeah um for me so like i used to be a very anti vacuuming dusting but we have like an amazing vacuum cleaner that mm-hmm. we got a few years ago that's like changed my life um To me, the the toughest chore is like the the shower, Mm. like scrubbing the shit off the walls,
2: getting the scrubbing bubbles going.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like, cause like it involves like bleach, and then I'm like getting dizzy and shit.
2: I love bleach. I love the smell (laughs) of bleach. (laughs) No, when when I worked, um, I worked at Cold Stone for like several years in high school and Mm. college. I loved cleaning because I loved, like, getting, like, some bleach going and, like, <laughs> <No>! <laughs> doing counters and, like, using the ma- magic eraser.
1: Oh, my God. Like, one time I did it, and I was, and I was like, I need to lay down. And, and Alex was like, you're not supposed to, like, sit there and scrub it in, like, the whole time. You're supposed to spray it and then run out and leave.
2: I, well, it depends on what you're using. Yeah. I think. Um that reminds me of like on a recent season on the last season of below deck someone did combine two cleaning things that like made mustard gas and they had to like have like like like, the engineer come down and like assess the situation because they could have killed themselves
1: oh my god wow yeah um i have to say i enjoyed danielle and sierra's conversation about being like a black woman, a Latino woman, uh, in the workplace, mm-hmm. modeling, nurse, tech. Yeah. I haven't appreciated much of Danielle so far this season, but I thought that, like, I've never thought of, about her in that context so much. And, like, I enjoyed that conversation.
2: I agree. And I, I agree wholeheartedly. I'm so happy Hannah didn't, like, butt in while they were talking yeah. also. Yeah. Thank God.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... And I think also, you know, like last season, the name on everyone's lips was Paige. Mm-hmm. I feel like this season, the name on everyone's lips is Amanda Petula.
2: Yeah, I think she's like the the princess of the house. Talking about Loverboy and her saying like,
1: we're selling merch. I sold a quarter million dollars worth of merch and it was just me. Like the boys didn't have anything to do with it. I was like, "You are the mother I never had, the sister everybody wants, the friend everybody needs." And you bought some of that merch. We, you better believe it, baby. Uh, hopefully, the come through queen merch can can have just like a percentage of the success that the Lover Boy has had.
2: If we don't make a quarter of a million on that merch, I'm quitting. No.
1: No, no, we have something we have something in the works that you and I have been tossing back and forth. And we will talk about more soon.
2: Yeah, we're going to get ready, get those wallets out or whatever.
1: I no no, I I know we've talked about it in the past, but like we actually have some designs that we've been looking at.
2: And it's not going to be it's not going to be something that if you're wearing like a hoodie over it that it says Meth Queen while you're walking through an airport because that actually did happen to my sister. When she was wearing one of our sweatshirts. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> i would have to faint. <laughs> um, I feel like we didn't get much of like the Lindsay Stravi strife this week. It more seemed like they were just loving each other and having sex.
2: And that's, that's okay. I think.
1: But I, but I, but, but like that illustrated to me, like they could have a happy relationship if she wasn't sabotaging it.
2: I know she like, she is the inner saboteur that RuPaul often talks mm. about. It's an outer saboteur in her case.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have the preview for next week for her birthday. Slash Liz, anniversary, right? Slash anniversary where he seemingly leaves that episode.
2: <laughs> wow. Good man. Wow. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I stand with Lindsay always. Always. I was the original hubcap of our group.
1: Yeah. yeah, sure, sure, sure.
2: I know. I definitely was. I remember we had that one dinner like two years ago, one mm. one and a half years ago, pre-COVID, definitely. And I was <laughs> singing the praises of Lindsey Hubbard while all of y'all were like, eh.
1: "Okay, um, Carl is like just like
2: having his redemption season this year." I mean, I had forgotten the news that he got at the end of the episode. I know. I
1: completely forgot, especially because he kind of talked about his brother earlier this season.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, I teared up. I watching did too. Him, Like learn the news. I did
2: too. So today he posted a Instagram post. and It was like, kind of like, thank you for letting me share my life with you. Like the highs and the lows, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I liked it. And I was kind of like, Oh, he's talking about like his like sobriety journey, whatever he's sure. going through. I hadn't realized that this news was going to be like a part of this episode. Yeah. His brother dying, yeah. His brother dying of an overdose,
1: yeah.
2: And like, is he going to stay in that? Is I don't know. Like with COVID and everything, not being able to like be with family when something like that happens, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if he ends up flying home or like whatever. But oh,
1: I can't imagine.
2: Yeah, awful.
1: Yeah. Uh, what do you make of the the big showdown at the end, end of the episode?
2: <sighs> I like, I do think, I will say that Kyle does have a hot head, so like when yeah. when he gets turned on, when he gets activated, it's like yeah. a lot goes out the window, but like Hannah to me was just being so unreasonable, and like we talked yeah. about, like the fact that it, and as Amanda pointed out, like the quote unquote meeting started as like a general like everyone needs to be doing their part.
1: Yeah. So here's my take. Like I I am the Kyle of our friends. Mm-hmm. So like I see myself in that situation. Hubhouse was the one who activated it though. What did she say? She but like she's the she chimed in as like one of the clean people mm-hmm. to like start yelling. Like Kyle was not talking in that Decibel, I would Mm -hmm. say, until Hubhouse got involved. Sure. So then, like Hubhouse got involved and activated, and then it was Hannah versus Kyle, and like to me, Hannah would have been fine dragging Kyle up and down all day long, but like she always goes for their
2: relationship. Yeah, the relationship had nothing to do with anything, really. And it's and
1: it's like you are acting like you're so buddy-buddy with Batula these days. Mm-hmm. And like, you're being mean to her right now.
2: Yeah, and's like, going after his age. I mean, like, I know I go after your age all the time, but that's mm-hmm. a joke.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, wow.
2: And also, we all turn, we all eventually turn that age anyways. Yeah, you'll, we be here, die.
1: <laughs> you'll be here soon enough, Bunch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, I,
1: I just think like, Hannah has been such a good friend. No, no. Batula has been such a good friend to Hannah. Mhm. That like she should not be playing the game this way. And even Paige was like, "Hannah, <laughs> you're not doing this." I right.
2: know. Like uh, there's I just I think Hannah her head has gotten so big. She thinks she's mm. the shit. Like yeah. she thinks she's like God's favorite Summerhouse child,
1: and this is pre chat room. Exactly. So I wonder, like, what, like, if she comes back next season, like, what's she gonna be like?
2: Well, she wasn't invited to the winter house, thank God.
1: Yeah. Okay, I think that's it for Summerhouse. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap this up with the uh, Freak of the Week and the One Shoe Queen. Before we get to that, though, we did want to mention on our Patreon we are starting a series that we'll we'll do month to month where Mm -hmm. we are ranking the housewives from each city. And it's not like who we're friends with, who we like the most. No, who we're friends with. No, but like who (laughs) in our, in our head, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And no, it is who is the quintessential housewife of all the cities, but then we're starting small within each city. Yeah. So we, we start with like the place that, that makes sense to start, which is orange County. Which is actually the biggest challenge because they have the most housewives of all the cities.
2: Mm-hmm. A lot of losers in that group.
1: <laughs> A lot of losers from from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. But we we do our best to evaluate them with the eye of like who has made the impact. Right. So go to com for links to the Patreon and check that out in addition to our pre-show.
2: Wait, can I do one more plug before we get to the Freak of the Week and the One True yeah. Queen? Um, this week I was on um, our Irish correspondence podcast, Connor, Con- Connor being real, you remember him well yeah. um, Housewives and Me, aka Ham talking yeah. all things Housewives, so check it out, Dan was on two weeks ago so check out his episode as well, and in between us is Irish pop sensation Samantha Mumba I know, it is a Comfort <laughs>
1: Queen ham sandwich
2: it truly is
1: and like Her two, like, big pop songs were my favorites. Don't want to love you if you don't Don't love me. Don't want to need need you if you don't need me too. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so go over to Ham, like, comment, subscribe, that. But it's time for the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Cool. The Freak of the Week is bravo or nbc universal or whoever for deciding that we can't pause potomac filming for one week to pull them off the bench throw them over to housewives all-stars because like potomac has been the number one city for in my heart the past Mm -hmm. few years
2: same top tier the fact that, like, I mean, and maybe it might come to fruition. Like, we don't know because nothing's finalized. But like, we need to see Giselle versus Ramona again. Hello, mm, we saw yes. it. We saw it at BravoCon. I was in the room where it happens, aka Hamilton. Um, but we need to see it again. I mean, that is the cross-city showdown. I want to see the most out of any city. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be a cute little moment if Giselle and Karen went on together and they could Mm. bond over their hatred of Ramona.
1: So like, in my heart of hearts, I would want Giselle and Robin because like, obviously I'm a Robinista. But... In your brain of
2: brains, you know that it has to be Giselle and Karen. Because
1: that would be... It'd be great for the show. It'd be great for Potomac. It'd be great for all of us as... Like humans on this planet.
2: Mm-hmm. Little Lane Bryant's. <laughs>
1: Little Lane Bryant's, uh, damn Yankees. <laughs> Shut up.
2: <laughs> the fact that you didn't even change it to Dame. <laughs> you just went with
1: Dame. No, like, like like La Dame Yankees.
2: <laughs> so stupid. Okay,
1: and our one true queen is the queen of the summer house, the mother hen herself.
2: Mother Hen.
1: Ms. Amanda Petula, the the journey she's taken us on, her fostering of little Milton, a little dog that she and Kyle have been taking care of, and then I guess like Milton has now been adopted, so mm-hmm. and now she can run off to uh, Vermont for winter house.
2: Yeah, she posted on Instagram. I, it's worth reading. It made me tear up a little bit because. She clearly wants she clearly loves dogs and I think she mm. eventually wants dogs. She's just not in a place yet. Her and Kyle mm. aren't in a place yet. Um so that's okay. I think fostering's nice. I fostered once. The dog bit me. Okay, but that was good, fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like the it was the like one week that Google Plus was relevant. So like there's mm. a photo of me and the dog on Google Plus if it's still out there. Wow wow wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, so Amanda our queen. Wow. 2020, the name on everyone's lips.
2: It's Amanda Batula.
1: It's Amanda Batula. But oops Tonight is our night. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it for this week. Wow. Um, Obviously, go to comethroughqueen.com for all your Come Through Queen needs. The Patreon uh, bonus episode, pre-show. I'm in Veneno. Brendan's in It's a Sin. It's the Sweetest Sin um
2: i'll be in brooklyn next time we record oh my god wow
1: oh my god you guys (laughs) uh and then obviously as we mentioned go listen to ham housewives and me and like comment subscribe harsher retweet
2: love us love us please retweet
1: we'll see you next week while breakfast in brooklyn bye Bye.